Welcome to Bad Dad's Film Review. Some weeks we watch absolutely appalling movies so that you don't have to, and we also talk about the stupefyingly dull things our kids watch too. A couple of housekeeping notes before we start, there will be bad language and spoilers, and if this is the first ever Bad Dad's Film Review podcast you've listened to, an apology in advance of the very real threat of this turning into a silly novelty episode where everybody berates Riggs. It's Sidey, Dan, Peter, Andre and myself, Riggs, this week, and I've had more info on Sidey as you can imagine. It's very hard to get verifiable facts on the man, but I did learn this week he is the exact right age he should be, given the year that he was born. That's true. And that your mother and father met each other at least once, and at some point you're going to enter a larval stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i heard uh, he's uh he's so tall he reaches the ground yes yeah yeah i did a reverse google image search using one of your facebook pictures and i found a picture of you in the grand canyon with a bunch of other men you're only wearing bow ties and speedos and you're all sitting in canoes what can you tell us about that uh, fancy dress fancy dress yeah. of course yeah but why why with the bow tie around the ankles and the and the speedos <laughs> on the head it, sorry, it just reminds me of a party I had back at a house, <laughs> a house I used to have. One of the guys was like, right, I'm off. And we were a bit surprised because his name is Party Boy. And then about 15 minutes later, he just burst back into the door and he just had the, you know, the, the cuffs and the, <laughs> the bow tie on. We all know who that is. Wow. That makes it even better. Wow. Yeah. Oh, bring that guy back. Yeah. yeah. So interestingly, my wife seems to maybe have accidentally got us inducted into a sex cult. Yeah. So all of us, or no? Well, no. just 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 us just, at the moment. Just but me and you. Oh, this is we'll this see. is the the horse related sex cult, isn't mm. it? Oh, did we talk about this last time? Off oh, air, we did. did. We? Oh right, okay. It's it's definitely a cult. Yeah, matters are progressing as oh, well. Really? Well, what's, yeah. that, what's the update? Well, we've been down there two or three different times, and there's a few different people. There's a lot of politics around the horse. Is oh, this, really? you, yeah. Do you have to wank the horses? Is this it? Is no, it at the moment we just stand around and touch it occasionally. Okay, touch yeah. it. Yeah, and and is it worth uh, it? My eldest has been has ridden on it. Well, I mean, it's it's really pretty up there. It's lovely. Is, are they they talk about like the rapture and stuff like that. Not yet. No, I'm waiting for the catch because at the moment everybody's just like really political about the fucking horse. But I still don't really understand how anything works. But yeah, I, it's what's the only, oldest age of anyone there. Oh, well, the woman who runs it, her name is, she must be in her 60s, I would think. Is there anyone over 60? They, it's like midsummer, isn't it? Could it? Be. They it get could be. It could be. The the guy, her husband or partner or whatever is going on there, he he looks a bit crazy. But yeah, it's it's only a matter of time before I'm burned in a giant <laughs> wicker phallus. It'd be interesting to listen back to this section if people think this is all about horse cock, because I think mm. it could be easily mistaken for that. Mm. Mm. You'll have to listen back. It's a girl horse, actually. Te- oh. Tegan. A horse vag. Yeah. Right. On a related note, mm. it is Superman Day coming up. Yes. Saturday, Superman. I think. Saturday. Okay. So tomorrow. How special are we that this little nine by five island can say, yeah, we got a Superman. I know, <laughs> Superman's from Jersey. It's fucking it's, mental, it's isn't it? absolutely mad. Yeah, it yeah. is mental. Is he still going to be doing the new Superman? Did I you think know it's all it? up is in it? the air at the moment. Right. Long. Because okay. they're not doing the... Zack Snyder stuff. No. So right. they may recast him. What, why are they not doing that? Do you know? Have you but, been privy to those conversations? No, I just think they've had enough. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know that he necessarily... Oh, I don't we, know. Sh- we should get Jack Snyder on here. Yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like him, so no. Oh. 
Right. Anyone been watching anything good this week, Reeks? No, I can say quite categorically, I haven't watched anything I've, good this I've week, apart from Strictly Ballroom. Yeah, yeah I, watched, I watched Strictly Ballroom. I also watched all of the series of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and Smiley's People. The Alec Guinness stuff. Alec Guinness, yeah. all done by John le Carre. And I could watch it all again. Now it's just so many layers, so many different kind of subplots and, and stories going through. I've, I've read the books as well, so it gives you all that kind of background. You kind of know what's going on. But on the strength of that, I watched then a couple of award ceremonies on YouTube with mm. Alec Guinness just getting an award, like, you know, just to see how the old school collected award and watch him and Laurence Olivier. Now, Laurence Olivier gets a prize. I think it's an Academy Award and an honorary Academy Award. Same as Alec Guinness. Listen to his acceptance speech. If ever you get something, just listen to that acceptance speech and you will take something from it because it's just... But You have John Voigt there at the end as if the camera pans to him and he's just like shaking his head, blown away. He's shaking his arms in the air. Well, he's probably off his tits. Probably, <laughs> but... You would have been after listening to this acceptance speech. Fantastic. Really, really good. So I, I really enjoyed that this week. Have you those. seen the one where John Cleese wins the BAFTA? I think it's for Fish Girl Wonder. And he's presented with the awards. And, no. he, and he gets out this little tiny piece of paper. It's like two stamps like glued together. <laughs> and he said, just want to just say a few thank yous. Not gonna, and it just goes on for about five minutes. <laughs> endless names really? of really obscure like, things. It's so funny. It yeah. was a really good one. Where Spike Milligan received a, a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, pan, um, Prince Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lays into Prince Charles for being a groveling bastard. <laughs> um, it's really good. I've been watching amongst the stuff that I had to watch for this. I've been catching up on the latest series of SAS Who Dares Wins. All right. It's a bit of a, a hit in our household. Wait, that's not a Ross Kemp one, is it? No, no, no. no. This this is the, it's like a, a reality show where people, all of whom seem to have had it? horrific things happen to them. Sorry? Who hosts it? Well, it's not really, ho- but it, Ant Middleton is the <laughs> main say, is it? Didn't he guy. get done for a load of... I think, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think now this, this is the, the series that after which they sort of cancelled the contract because... There was, you know, it was supposed to be like too full on and so. But I mean, it's SAS fucking training. No, but. he did so. He tweeted something or he outed himself as a fucking maniac. I believe. <laughs> yeah, he is. He seems like an enormous bellend, but he's got a little bit more charisma. That, I mean, a lot of these guys, like horrific stuff has happened to Which these guys. Which one so is he? He's the short one with a chip on his shoulder. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So these are, these are like short. trained killers. They yeah. put on front of television after a war. Yeah, yeah. All of these guys the have seen serious. And then like, they want people to act completely normal all the way through. Yeah, so so it's it's perfect. just a reality TV show where like ordinary people sort of apply to go on it. All of the people that go on it tend to have had something hideous happen yeah. to them. There's some like horrible stories, and then they they kind of well they, they put try and put themselves through SAS training. Because you've got to be Easy. strong of body and of mind yeah. to get through it. But Absolutely. Yeah, there was. The, yeah, you get some, some. What sorts of tragic backstories are we talking about? Oh, here? there was one. There was a guy who he rung home. He was away on business, and he rung home. And whilst he was on the phone to his wife, someone broke into their house to the to his wife's house, killed his wife no, and again. child. Was and he listened Unlucky. to the whole thing on the phone. Wait, that was the plot of Law Abiding Citizen, wasn't it? But something like that yeah and and millions of horrible there was a guy God, in, the, in the most recent one who he perfect I, I, alibi yeah he mm. he was on there basically he'd, he'd gone off the rails because his girlfriend had died 
on the electric scooter that he bought her. So it serves him right, to yeah, be honest, so, the fucking scooter. But yeah, th- this, there was one, and not part of this program, but I remembered bizarrely, there was one of the guys from, Wales. I can't remember, Harry Styles, what band was he in? One Direction. One Direction. So One Direction, it was one of the guys from One know. Direction. And like he, he goes out with Ant Middleton and, and does like sort of like survival out in the wilderness. And they're telling stories about how the One Direction guys are saying like how tough and lonely it is in that kind of sphere. And then Ant Middleton says like, yeah, it reminds me of the time I had to like go up onto a roof and collect uh, like my best mate's body parts to, to like take home for his like <laughs> wife to identify and stuff. It what, was listening to One Direction's music reminded him of that. <laughs> Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I can relate. It, it is. I imagine it's sort of there. There's elements of it that are contrived, but it's fairly. It's it's entertaining viewing and and harrowing at the same time. I watched. Let me remember. Oh, the trial of the Chicago Seven. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Netflix one. It's an Aaron Sorkin one. It's really good. Really enjoyed that. And I have completed. I think I mentioned it last week, but I blitzed through it in no time this week ragnarok yeah which is a norwegian i think it's like the story of thor this this kid is is the chosen one to become thor and lead this battle against the giants but it doesn't really go into the huge battles it's setting it up but i think it's also quite low budget so they then tend to make it more about the the actual human side of it and mm. the the interactions and stuff like that and it's all really good and also, I really fancy a couple of the people in it. Well, that's always that last time. I'm going to check yeah. it out. I think I'll check it out. This the mum, I can't remember. It coming the... up on my Yeah, Netflix if you have a give it a watch. It's really good. Make sure you've got the words on because the first season I forgot to change it and watched right. it dubbed. And it was eight, wank. eight, eight. Yeah. Um, we had a look for a bit of Norwegian cinema, didn't we? And we didn't really know where to start. So maybe if you're listening and you wanted to let us. Norway, if you're listening. Yeah. Let us know where, us. what we should like. The only Norwegian movie I can think, I think I've seen that I know is definitely made by all norwegian people is troll hunter and that is really good as well not saying like kind of cloverfield but if they were out in the middle of nowhere another where one there of loads of trolls is <laughs> yeah sort of it's, it's definitely good. a horror it's clever yeah it's too scary for me already so what was it this week it was a top five yeah we got a top five we had a top five last week that was was something Robert De Niro movies oh yeah mm. oh we, yeah and thankfully we were yeah our blushes are spared because mm. Goodfellas was nominated a whole bunch of times yeah we did also have Mav on Twitter nominated Home Alone 2 uh, <laughs> Lost in New York where Kevin meets the taxi driver it's scary out there there's a bit of a parody moment so thank you listener for cramming the uh, Home Alone I already got in that there. in last That's week myself really good someone else nominated the uh, intern that you mentioned yeah then, so it's, it's, it's got decent, some love honestly it's a nice film to watch that enjoyed it but it's no good fellas and that would probably be the one that makes our list that's it? it yeah but this week it's all about our furry friends Riggs what mm. did you subject us to top five cats cool do you want to start the furball rolling as it were yeah <laughs> there is no big intro as such because you know, I just wanted to, I thought it would be funny. God, I was so wrong, but I thought it would be funny to make the whole thing cats. Anyway, there is one thing though. There is a particular yow cat noise that you hear in movies that's just a bit less famous than, you know, the Wilhelm scream that, ah, the sort of 
You know, that sound effects <laughs> that you hear all the time. They use it. Quentin Tarantino uses right, okay. it and all that. So this is like another sound effect. It's really famous. If you're interested, it's in uh, disc two, track 26 from the Hollywood Edges <laughs> premiere edition one released in 1990, labeled Cats, Two Angry Yowls During Catfight, Close Perspective, or angry cat yowls slash cat fight it's been used in amongst other movies the king of comedy aliens the fly uh, muppet treasure island borat kung fu hustle monty python the holy grail and michael moore documentary capitalism a love story so can uh, you play it for us oh i desperately wanted to and i was gonna sort it all out but then i ran out of time to do this sort of thing i thought you might do an impression we were talking off air because it was in the pub last week and I think that we might have even mentioned it before, but cats only meow to, to people. Yes, that's right. We we have mentioned this before they on, don't, on this be, podcast. Yeah, that is they don't way, meow to other cats. That's right. We, we they, found that out in Big Boss Baby, didn't we? Yeah, it was. It was. It was in that episode because educational. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, cats only. So it's cats talking to people. That's exactly right. And yep. they're mimicking the sound of babies just to get that tone. Because I've got a cat that really makes fucking it loud. Your cat. It's lost its voice. Bizarre. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's like the all my prayers have been answered. It's absolutely fine. We get on fine when it's not meowing like an absolute massive, massive... Are you borderline cat. abusive to your cat? I'm not a All about the conservation, but just not of your own. No, well, he, he rips apart all the birds that comes in the garden for well, that's good. Yeah, so, that is. No, no. Rats as well, gets rid of those. Yeah. So yeah. was that a nomination release? It was just a kind of... Well, it was just talking about a really... Uh, what would be good is to go, there's the sound effect, but I know you'd have to do all that. It's easy to find. I could email you the uh, to this, the sound, that particular sound effect of a cat or a cat screeching. In and movies. here it is. Yeah, oh, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. That it's been lo- used in all sorts of movies. I just thought that'd be an interesting bit of trivia to start off with. Do you, like chuck, do you want to chuck a movie in? Oh, oh. Given that that's what we do every week doesn't sound like he does um well i've i've got a, a a guilty pleasure for you like spying on your sister in the shower it's the uh 2008 animated movie bolt with uh, john travolta he plays a, he plays a dog but the cat was played by what was her name Susie hessman who is jess garland's wife jeff garland's wife and curb your enthusiasm okay and it's a pretty good movie cat and it's also a movie that i think it's like the first feature film that my youngest my eldest ever kind of watched and it was nice to kind of sit down when she wasn't fidgeting like a twat and just watch a thing that was like an hour and a half long together so yeah well yeah how do you follow that you follow it with garfield because that is equally a terrible terrible film as a huge bill murray fan i watched this wow and and i was scarred like the rest of us for, after doing it it's a terrible animation it's not very good do you think I it's think the I worst seen it. Yeah, the worst cat-based movie. Yes, yeah, um, <laughs> no, no, I think it probably isn't. There's there's an uh, there's an orange lasagna loving cat voiced by Bill Murray, and in Zombieland, of course, he he tells us all how much he regrets that yeah. decision as a zombie. I really really liked Garfield when I was a kid. I had loads of yeah. books on it, all the yeah. comics, all that. Stuff. I love the comics, and we yeah. still got them, but we do not have this film because it's utter wank. But it does have a cat in it, so. Bill Murray does the voice of Garfield. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting because the guy who did the voice of Garfield in the cartoon does the voice of Bill Murray's character in the Ghostbusters cartoon. Right. Wow. So really? huge amounts of synergy like they're there. They're all in wow. bed together. Yeah. 
six degrees of Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> how do you just know that? About- I, do you know how That's I know amazing. that? Is because my my five year old has been watching the the Ghostbusters cartoon, the original one. And I wondered whose voice it was because I wondered whether it was like anything to do with the original Ghostbusters cast, and it wasn't. And I found out that the guy who did the voice was the Garfield guy. Brilliant. And yeah, but I didn't know. I I avoided the Garfield film because it looked like continue it would be bollocks. avoiding. Continue. Yeah. Just uh, so I'm gonna go with Mike Tyson's Tiger in The Hangover. Plays a a pretty prominent kind of plot device, and yeah, like shock factor and obviously it's been sort of seen a load of times now but it it had a great kind of impact in the waking up the next day and what the fuck's happened and they do that so so well and, I, I went mean, into this film not knowing anything same, about same. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which was a, the same, yeah. A, a great way to yeah. meet a lot of these actors for the first time. I mean, although I'd recognise Bradley Cooper from, yeah. oh, he did that he, But he was only coming up at this point. So I've yeah, seen him I, in Wedding Crashes, I think, and maybe something else. But yeah. he wasn't the huge, huge star that he is now. No. He, that sort of and, came out of this. And never, obviously, in Ed Helms, Zach Galifianakis was brand new to me. No, Heather Graham, obviously, beat one out. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was just like your that was, that was um, the cherry Liz on the Hurley of you know the the film where you just kind of wedge you into Austin Powers and yeah. it all looks yeah. hot and everything. But um, yeah, waking up with any kind of hangover is terrible, isn't it, Peter? What do you get up to when you uh, wake up with a hangover? I usually try and go back to sleep. But sometimes, I, what I, anything I, help you go back to sleep? There, yeah, I just Peter, need to relax like, and, and unwind. Yeah. 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 yeah, how do you do that? How, what's the best way for you? To meditation. Do meditation. Lots of, of self-meditation. Four, time, four times in one day, meditation. <laughs> meditate four times in a single day, I think, wasn't it? A hangover, that's a good one. Let's go for uh, train spotting. Tom, oh, that, that's... Tommy, Tommy's, oh, clean, me. Tommy's clean living and uh, makes a sex tape with uh, Lizzie, his girlfriend, oh. but that goes missing and leaves this spiral of their relationship ending. This and is so horrible. What a twist. Urban Tommy, Welsh, how could you do that? Tommy turning to heroin and eventually <laughs> yeah. contracts AIDS. He tries to woo Lizzie back by giving her a kitten, but she refuses to take it. So we see it in this sort of drug squalor apartment well, it's just, a skag den it's, it's, just, an, it's, living, it's really really kitten bad. living in a skag den shitting everywhere uh, he actually dies of toxoplasmosis from the cat feces <laughs> which is just I, I don't know i mean it's it's obviously a tragic end to tommy but what what a character tommy and all those in train spotting because Tommy was one of those characters. Obviously, he was never into it. He was the sporty one. He was yeah. one looking yeah, good. Yeah. He, he was used the good to guy. hang around with. He was the yeah. good guy. He used to hang around with the skagheads because they all went to school together. And eventually, because of the breakup with, well, with they the all girl, make he, it, and he's the one who, who dies. He's, but he's he wasn't a cat though. At the at no. the funeral, someone does tell Renton that the cat uh, is okay. The cat does survive, so we're okay. Mm. Pet cemetery spelt. S-E-M-A-T-A-R-Y, because <laughs> kids scrawled it on a sign, actually. I think that's what it is. It sees the happily married Dr. Lewis Creed and his family and cat move to a new town in a house right alongside a trucking route. The fun starts. It's a Stephen King one. You've seen this? I've it? heard about it, but avoided it. I've read the book, but it, I've not seen the film. The book is, is pretty good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. There's two versions of the film. There's there's one in the sort of early 90s with a bunch of people. You 89, in fact. Dale Midkiff. Denise Crosby, remember her? Yeah, Tasha yeah. Yar from... She got the boot from Star Trek for... She was in the Red Shoes Diaries, like really... 
raunchy. Shitty soft porn film, so they killed her off. Is that why she went off? Yeah. I thought it was like this really... I was thinking about that today. It was like this really dramatic moment. You were like, oh my God, anyone can die in the main part. Yeah, it's normally uh, one of the extras that dies, but they actually killed off a main character, yeah. Because uh, soft it, porn. Yeah. It's got Fred Munster, the guy who played Fred Munster, is the yeah. sage old guy who warns them not to desecrate the cultural icon that they come across later. So basically, anyway, the fun starts when Church, the cat, is mowed down on the trucking route and then buried in the ancient Indian burial ground that's in the forest behind their home. And he comes back the next day, but he's really moody and he stinks of shit and his eyes glow. <laughs> and then, in my opinion, the cat thing should have been a really big warning for them to heed because soon the youngest kid, Gage, has been mown down and they've done just the same to him and now the little shit is murderous and back in the sort of demonic zombie. So it's great because it plays so highly into parental fears and freaks you out but the cat content is okay i think quite a racist portrayal of cats in general and i think there is <laughs> a racist portrayal of cats in movies it's f- hard to find a real positive yeah cat portrayal yeah, they tend to be portrayed as dicks yeah it's that does anybody we should have done a we should have done a thing before we started are you a cat person Riggs? Would you... more than a dog person yeah yeah dan not massively no uh, Pete, I, you are, you've been I, to you've been to cat shows. You've shown cats, haven't have you? Have you? I, I have indeed had a, a show cat. Yeah. Why is this not? <laughs> you should have done the fucking intro. This would have been amazing. Don't us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jasper or uh, Pretty Jasper to give him his full name. His yeah, show name. To give him a show name. What is his name? Uh, Pretty Jasper. Yeah. Pretty. He, he won some rosettes. He was, yeah. Didn't you win wow. like a year's cat food supply or something? Once? No, that that's that's an <laughs> urban myth. I got a six month cheese subscription, but not from the cat show. And what was the cat like? Four he's legs. still he's still going. He, oh, he right. lives he lives with my mum now because I basically, when I had kids, like totally neglected him, so I just yeah. gave him to my mum instead. So you you were in big into cat grooming and stuff? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> not really. I was kind of so basically, I bought I bought this cat a sort of I don't know a decade or so ago, and I was kind of was you single railroaded? No, I wasn't. No, I was railroaded into. I think like basically like the the breeder said. Is it Paolo? No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. And, Is this uh, all a tall tale? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So yeah, do we need do we need to labour this point? Do we need to dwell on this at all? I, well, uh, I, yeah, I, I feel was, I was fascinated by a cat show. I feel fascinated um, by this, to be honest, and it's relevant to the episode. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I have shown a cat at a cat show. Never more, no, never anymore. Well, never say never. And he's he's all kind of like old and mangy now. And he's, it, he's got a really horrible meow. Do you have to like walk? Do they have like? Do you have to walk a cat? <laughs> no, he just basically like sat. Do you have a lead? Head. Yeah, he had a little assault course to go. Do you have a lead? Over. I'm picturing it? Anchorman. You know where they do the cat fashion show? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not like. Did you put him in a fucking jacket? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't put him in a jacket. No, no, no. Did don't you be sure. It's more like hair? a robe. Yeah. Did you use product in his hair or anything? Uh, I think there was some like cat. I don't know what to call them, fluffers over there, <laughs> <laughs> kind of making the cats look look their and best. Similar to your horse adventures. Yeah. Is, yeah. This is a, this is a film podcast. <laughs> Let's move back onto to yeah. that content. Yeah. <laughs> Whose nomination is it then? To me? No, it's, we just it's not mine. I think I did. I, pet I think it might, nicer. It's yours. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let me have a have a look. I, I've I've got a few. Well, it's meow or never. I knew the puns were going <laughs> to be good. We go. This Blowfield's cat Russia love yeah never I mean, named was it it, it was never it, named i looked it um, up well but you serious? need a white cat if you ever want to like hatch evil 
plots then you need just to be stroking uh, similar to the chair you, you're in there so yeah yeah it needs a good wing back chair with a, a good wing back chair it's a strange one isn't it because you'd think you know man with cat isn't very sinister but it really works in bond it does work yeah, yeah the way he stroked him though it was it was very well, over a, the top, a, wasn't it? And, there's a couple um, where it tries to get away. You can see it, and it's fucking yeah, clawing him, and he's no, like, no. no. <laughs> that's it. Each kind of yeah. stroke is keeping him there, <laughs> forcing him down. And it, it's he made appearance, actually, in a, in a few different laps. Um, the same cat. The the same cat, yeah. Oh. And uh, I think it was Donald Pleasance, Charles Gray, Te- Telly Savalas. Yeah. Uh, so it was the same cat, Max von no. Schneido, for, in subsequent Bond films. He's the same cat for all of those. All of them. It, actually, it's he, a he died. He, Telly Savalas actually killed the cat. Stroke. No, he <laughs> did. They stuffed, stroked. They stuffed it. They stroked that cat to death. <laughs> they they stroked the cat to death. I don't know if there was the fluffing involved, the same as what you were talking about in your cat show. I don't know. But then um, for Max von Snydo in subsequent <laughs> Bond S- films, Sido, I think, yeah. it was actually a, a, a plastic cat, but with the real hair. <laughs> with the real yeah, hair from with the that real cat. Hair from that cat. From that God, cat. From not having any of which that. Which was a, it was a white angora cat. That was the uh, great the cat fact. Yes. I can't believe it didn't have a name. I'm, no, they never like, named that's, it. That's yeah. really baffling. Well, I mean that that gave birth to a load of of like parodies of. Like yeah. those mm. types of characters and so on, and one of those was Mr. Bigglesworth, yeah. Doctor Evil's cat mm. from uh, the Austin Powers films. <laughs> I, did, I did actually, I should have looked out. He's bald, which yeah. is many many me's got one as well, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and even many yeah, yeah. It's, that it's was, like one uh, of those uh, moles, you know, the, the kind of hairless moles. It just looked like that. When a cat's got no hair, yeah. it looks... I don't not, like them. That's they don't horrible, quite look like it? a cat anymore, do they? No, no, like, no. They, they, they do have something cute about yeah. them, but they're almost skeletal. It's like, called... A, oh. it, the breed is a sphinx. Right, okay. Would you touch a sphinx cat? Well, I, I yeah, know I would touch it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have one as a pet. No, I just it's, think it's ugly looking. Yeah, it's mm. grim. Fuck mm. you, sphinx cats. Yeah, you can fuck right off. Uh, a cat makes a very brief appearance in the matrix but it's key because oh, neo oh. neo spots a cat in a doorway as he's walking up some stairs and then he looks around and sees it again and says oh deja vu he says whoa deja vu yeah and they're like no there is no deja vu man. and i think it's trinity and it might just be trinity he says they say well, what did you say he says oh i just saw a cat you know yeah it came by twice and they explained that that means there's a glitch in the matrix yeah so it's, i just uh, entered something it's an important into the matrix. but also unnamed cat although it's, it's really irritating because like that's that uh, isn't deja, not vu, deja vu but just... it was still fucking cool though wasn't I it i love yeah. that yeah i love that it, it suddenly made deja vu make sense to me even though there was nothing to do with it or whatever yeah. i was like maybe that is it mm. you know it was just such oh, i so regularly movie. get even vu just like smothering your balls and tainting peanut butter and letting next door's dog go to town on you, it's another guilty pleasure <laughs> with cats and dogs. Anyone seen that movie? No. no. A uh, secret war has been raging for the entirety of human history between the two species, evil cats using a mouse army to take over the world while the dogs are secret agents set on saving it. Again, in characterization, I find a bit racist for cats. Half-decent kitty fair. I can't recall any of the actors that are in it, but it's one of those sort of, you know, Kitty things. I, this is cats, man. <laughs> Fuck it. This is hard. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I've I've got another few actually. One was Babe, the cat in Babe. Yeah, that was a pig. That? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was one I of those hairless cats. At the zoo, you'd know your animals. I thought but... it was. It was one of those hairless cats. No, um, it's a Persian cat. This one, and it's called Duchess. Uh, it's, and yeah, it's well snooty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and he he really rules the roost and, mm. and puts Babe in in his place whenever he can. Not allowed in the house, and also. Gives delivers the heartbreaking news that some humans like to eat his kind, um, mm-hmm. which obviously, when you look a little babe, you couldn't do it. But okay, it's um, such a good movie, though, Babe. Yeah. I've never seen Babe Two Pig in the City. I don't know if that was also George Miller because that's a good part of what makes Babe really good. Mad Max. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some transition. Yeah. It it was it was a huge film at the time. Like again, just like oh, I loved a it. Worldwide it's a, real, it's a tearjerker, hit, a, a tearjerker, and and who saw that coming? Mm. That'll do, pig. <laughs> that'll that'll do, cat. <laughs> that'll do. So I've got another tiger, and this is Richard Parker from Life oh, of Pi. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So also okay. the vice president of someone's football club, but he's called. But it was something to do with it. Like some documents got muddled up. Sorry, what film is this? Life of Pi. Oh, I haven't seen yeah. that. Um, right. Jan Man- Mantel, the book, the author, was it? Jan I'm Mantel? not sure, but I, I'd read the book and then I watched the film. I enjoyed right. the film. Yeah. I, I, God, I'd probably get savage for this. I really enjoyed the film almost yeah. as much as I enjoyed the book, I would say. Yeah, uh, I really, I, I really enjoyed uh, both of them. And so he's got this relationship with this tiger where, like at the beginning, he kind of gets introduced to the tiger by his dad, I think it is. And then he, he sort of, learns to to fear and respect him because he's like obviously a, a very large dangerous vicious animal and then the the story is is that the family are on a boat with with their animals and they get effectively like shipwrecked and and life so sorry pie ends up on on like a life raft with the with the tiger and they have to kind of like almost like collaborate to survive and sort of they learn to like respect each other and, and have their distance from each other. Isn't there a, is there a horse? There's other animals on the boat. Yeah, they kind of like all have to live. There's an orangutan. There's a ton of, this actually was supposedly like based on a, on a true story. Right. Well, within um, the movie. Yeah. Within the book as well. Yeah. Within, yeah. The book, you know, yes. so he, he'd gone looking and I, I'm not sure I've got the author correct. I think it is this Jan Mantel, but he, he went to India to Pondicherry and was, you know, people come up to writers all the time after you say, well, oh, I've got a story for you. So mm. he'd listened to this story about how this zoo in India had needed to relocate. Yeah. In yeah. this family, they'd gone onto the boat. It had a shipwreck. And and they had to recount this story to the insurance. I mean, anybody who's mm, yeah, seen yeah, the film yeah, and everything. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so yeah. I won't spoil it right now. We'll do that another time. But no, it, it, but I really think good one. The, the the sort of the scene in particular when they when they're sort of they're they're fuck they're emaciated and and they've been sort of nearly starving to death and then they eventually come across an island mm. and they they've had this sort of like relationship and this mutual respect and they've been working together for such a long time and then. The tiger just hops off the boat and fucks off, and mm. it absolutely breaks Pi. He's Doesn't he's devastated. Yeah, mm. he's absolutely because he was. He even says uh, he was. He's waiting for him to to look back, and he doesn't doesn't even look back and fucks off because he's a wild animal. Mm. But it's quite a, a poignant moment. And then after, don't you get a terrific sequence with butterflies after that as well? Yeah, That's, uh, yeah. Anyway, good movie that. Yeah, like yeah. That. cool. There's another cat that we would all have seen many many times. It's Leo the MGM lion. 
Oh, cracking yeah. suggestion. Who roars at the start of every MGM movie. But more domestic animal-wise, Ghost. We all love a bit of Patrick Swayze. Oh. Uh, he unfortunately dies, and his widow is in danger. The killer actually breaks into her apartment, and Swayze realises that he, the cat can still sense him. Mm. So he screams at the cat who then jumps at the killer, scaring him off and saving the day. So yeah. it's, a, it's a heroic cat's cat. Cat's name? Oh. Floyd. Correct. It's a non-racist cat portrayal. Yeah, it's a yeah. good cat. Team America World Police. Do you remember uh, they get menaced oh, yeah. by, they're going to get mauled by panthers and then they just get thrown a, bunch, a couple of like black kittens. It's fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. They've, there's like, they've obviously put like cat food inside the dolls yeah. and they're like tearing... I think it's like Samuel L. Jackson and someone else apart. They're just shrieking. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lots of silliness. Sigourney Weaver is yeah. rightly said that she's the sole survivor of the Alien franchise, but somebody nearly ran her close, and that was Jones the cat. He's in a. He's he's on the Nostromo. Yeah, yeah. and he's okay. there to catch mice and rats and keep the place clean and he also finds xenomorphs as well yeah he survives it doesn't he because he goes into hypersleep yeah but isn't he i mean he he probably perished with everybody in alien 3 i would think but yeah but he was asleep for 57 years in hypersleep which makes him the one of the oldest cats in cinema history one of the if you've got an older cat than that after binks I don't know who Binks is, but Binks had been around since the 17th century. Okay. <laughs> what? A cat? Yeah, well, in, in a movie. Maybe it was The Mummy or something like that. I don't uh, know. I can't remember. Wow. Are you hmm? feline okay? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> is Got, it back around the meat? Yeah, I'm going to go Bagheera. Yeah. Panther. Sex um, Panther. Which is from the Jungle Book, of course. Yeah, Sex yeah. Panther. He's the man cub's guardian, the voice of reason. Of course, he doesn't listen to that, and you know he wants to the bare necessities. Just hang around below. Yeah, could They did. A, they did a, a remake of this yeah. around about 2016, 17. They did. It's a John Favreau time. film, which I wrote a blog about him. I'm a I, really big fan of John Favreau, and he brought Pygmy Hogs into uh, the Jungle Book, and he played the Pygmy Hog, oh, nice. John Favreau. And there's actually a very rare toy, I think, or or something, because you obviously got the bigger yeah, yeah. Um, animals. Stars. The, the stars. But yeah, thanks for that, John. Give well, you could probably chuck, you could chuck Shia Khan. Yeah, mm, you, yeah. Should, you could. Yeah, yeah. or Shere Khan. Yeah, Shere. Yeah. <clears throat> did you see Shira the remake? Did you see the sort of John Favreau live action one? Yeah, I did. A bit of it. I don't really into it. I went to the cinema. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. On the, uh, on the it, cinema yeah. again. It was one of those films. Glad I went to see it. Really enjoyed all the, the thing. Yeah, I'm not rushing back to see it again. No, um, I prefer the but, original. Yeah, exactly. I've got I've got Sassy, the Himalayan cat, which is my absolute favourite breed of cat from the film Homeward Bound, oh, the Homeward Bound, the Incredible Journey, the oh, 1993 film. film. Yeah, oh. that was actually a remake of a film called The Incredible Journey from I think in the 60s or whatever. But yeah, I don't remember that. One. Yeah, but it was uh, yeah. Just remember as a kid, um, sort of watching the was film. That like five when this came out. 93, yeah. No, but yeah, Sassy, lovely, absolutely stunning cats, Himalayans. Yeah, expensive, so couldn't afford one to put in a show. I've seen that movie a few times, Homeward Bound. There was a sequel as well. Yeah, yeah, more of, like it's uh, more a dog thing, really, isn't it? The, there's two cat. Uh, sorry, two dogs and a cat, mm. but they are mates at least. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my neighbor Totoro. 
has the uh, the cat bus. <laughs> yeah. The cat bus. Which, How the fuck are they thought of this? Oh, that is a good one. Is fucking trippy and weird and amazing. It's, it's so ab- fucking it's literally bizarre. literally a bus. Have you seen this movie? No. It's a cat that has been hollowed out and a bus has been made into its body. <laughs> yeah, right. it, I mean, when you describe it to people, it just sounds like you've lost your mind, doesn't mm. it? It but... also has rats with pink eyes, which are its lights. Mm. It's fucking weird, but brilliant. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's a, it's a, it is an absolute. It's brilliant to watch with the kids, and you just like it, it's it's kid drugs, really. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like they're on LSD or something. They're they're just twisting out all these kind of weird characters and everything, and. Have you seen any of these Shibley Studio Shibley films like Spirited Away? Nope. We okay. should do one for Brilliant the with the kids. Really, yeah. really great. We okay. should do one. Cat People is a 1982 erotic thriller from frequent <laughs> Scorsese <laughs> collaborator <laughs> Paul Schrader. Yeah. Yeah, Natasha Kinski. You've yeah. seen this with Malcolm McDowell. It's got this opening with this sort of timeless nomadic people in robes. Offering women to some sort of basically the porn that you could get to when you were about 10 or 11. Yeah, it's stylish and weird, and it's got a scene with a caged man who sometimes turns into a leopard and eats prostitutes. Was it all wank material? Yeah, yeah, so that was a good one. Well, I'm pretty much out, but one of my favorite films has a cat, The Third Man, Harry Lyme, and basically harry lime's cat only likes harry lime it's another plot device cat yeah it mm. is yeah joseph and joseph cotton goes to pet it and she i say she i should know her name she is the lady anna. that is called yes anna and she says no that cat only likes harry lime so when he's hiding in the shadows and the cat goes up to him to give him away it's like you know it's the cat reveal of, of he's still alive because he's supposed to be dead and and basically carol reed the director just smeared people's shoes with salmon oil and things (laughs) to make the cats just hang around the feet and everything and be really affectionate on on certain actors when they needed to. I wouldn't like that. Such a good film. Yeah, it's amazing. Talking of good films, the Harry Potter franchise, Mrs. Norris. Yeah. Filch's cat. Who features not that prominently. Wait, the cat is called Mrs. Norris? The cat is called Mrs. Norris, yeah. That's a good name for a cat. Yeah, and that's Filch's kind of one and only sort of friend in life. The cat itself is, anyone know the breed? It is a Maine Coon. Maine Coon, yeah. And if I don't know if obviously I've seen Maine Coons at cat shows, (laughs) and they are fucking (laughs) enormous. enormous. They are like. Dog-sized cats. Yeah. Did you all know this cats thing about Pete? Before? I did, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, did, and did you as well? No, Pete's kept this. I knew another friend of ours, Paolo, was was well into his... Well, his, his family bred cats, yeah. yeah. He used yeah. to have, like... You go around his house, he'd have, like, 60 Persians in his house, like, in the bread bin, like, in, out of everywhere. in the it was, fridge. It was like, like watching the Astro Cats or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. Astro, yeah. The Astro Cats. I'm going to rattle through a quick... Uh, load because that was still so many. Uh, Kiki's delivery service. The cat yeah. is called Gigi, and that's another Ghibli one that's really cool. Aristocats is a film that my daughter really likes, but I got to admit it kind of passes me by. There's a is that the spaghetti when they they share this? No, there's no, Lady, Lady in the Tramp. The tramp. But there the are tramp. there are, there are cats in that. There is yep. Sai and Am, the Siamese cats. They all like to play jazz. Those cats, don't they? The, the Astro cats. cats, yeah. Alice in Wonderland. We should probably mention the oh, yeah. Cheshire Cat, yeah, and. I don't know if this this is maybe a, a grey area, but the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh features obviously Tigger. Oh. Yeah, and he's, he's not technically a cat. But what is he? Yeah. He's a Tigger. Yeah, Tigger's a yeah. wonderful thing. So we don't know what he is, but he kind of looks like a cat. And still got loads of other ones. Captain Marvel. 
Yes. Has what, the cat, Captain Marvin. Cat, cat, Captain Marvel. Carol Denvers has a cat, oh, which right. is actually a tentacled alien called a flurkin, mm. and it eats the tesseract. Yeah. Dear me. Who knew? Got uh, any more there, Reeves? Oh, well, just a final guilty pleasure for me, like when your son or daughter accidentally brushes against your morning wood. <laughs> it would be <laughs> Police Academy. Where... <laughs> An old woman asks uh, Gun Nut Tackleberry to get her cat out of a tree, so he shoots it out. Lord. Well, I, I can't go through this without saying Kovu from The Lion oh, King yeah. 2, because our cat is called Kovu, and he was the second cousin from Lion King 2 of Simba, and he was actually a quite an interesting little character in that film, where he played a bit of a rascal, but ultimately a, a nice is a that nice worth cat. watching, Lion King 2? I've never seen it. Have you ever seen Lion King 3? No. No. I think I've seen them all, including a really two weird... And a half? Like, two and a half. One and a half, one and a half or two and a half or whatever yeah. it is as well. It's them watching. Yeah. Very yeah. meta. Mm. Very meta. Any more, Pete? Yeah, I'll just uh, quickly rattle off some few. There's King Leonidas, who's a lion in Bedknobs and Broomsticks. He like presides over the football match, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. uh, there's also Prince John from the animated Robin Hood, who's like a total cowardly bastard and sucks his Not thumb and it. says mummy all the time. Voiced by Peter Ustinov. Alex the Lion from Madagascar, bit of a dick. Figaro from Pinocchio, he's really cute. There's Aslan from Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe, and there's lots and lots more. And uh, I don't know if this counts or not, but there's there's no cats, but there are a couple of cat burglars in the in the Home Alone films. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's, so, that's true. Uh, did, did, did you did you also? Look at the cat Jersey from Can You Ever Forgive Me? You know that Richard E. Grant oh, yeah. film? So it's just because it's yeah. called Jersey. So yeah. the, the, And it was actually another kind of plot device because yeah. it was the cat's illness that yeah. it, you know, it swallowed made, the tesseract, it swayed her it? To, to kind of swallow, swallow the goal mm. and, and go to try and con people for their money. Just quickly, Gladiator, the tigers in the oh, yeah. battle sequence were real. Mm. They had vets hanging they around with... They were real. Were with, they? Yeah, with the tranquilizers. Real, yeah. yeah, and they also the cowardly vets. lion, because we all love Wizard of Oz, oh, the yeah, cowardly yeah. lion we should mention. So let's now try and whittle it down, Riggs. Go for it. Probably the girl with the dragon tattoo, the <laughs> mutilated cat that they throw on Daniel Craig's doorstep. Ooh. Yes, the third man for me. Richard Parker for me. Life of Pi. <laughs> uh, Totoro, the cat bus. Wow. Cheese. Cheese, <laughs> please. It's actually exactly, we were talking about it being Superman Day today. It's actually exactly a week since International Cheese Day as well. Wow. Is it? I know that because I picked up my latest instalment of cheese on International Cheese Day. And the guy didn't even know it was International oh, Cheese Day. What's a Only rookie. 51 weeks to go to the next <laughs> yeah, International exactly. Cheese Day. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, he provided us this week with some, I think, a good spread. Yeah. A Rocolo Valtegio, but we've had that one before. A really, I think it's been a big hit, the Latour, which is, it's Altalanga's most famous creation. <laughs> it has an ice creamy texture and the richness of a triple cream. That was that soft, soft it's one. Nearly, yeah, it's yeah. Gone. yeah, that did have a kind of ice creamy yeah, it's, it's, uh, thing yeah. going on. Would you recommend it? 
I would, and I'm mm. not normally a soft cheese Wholeheartedly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very good. There was also quite a sort of strong-flavoured English farmhouse oak-smoked cheddar. That was my favourite tonight. Yeah, it's uh, West Country farmhouse cheddar made in Dorset, and it's it uses the traditional method of stacking the curds by hand. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. that of, is my I've worked on into that. And also Trou de Cru, which is a Burgundian washed rind cheese that smells like orangutan dick. It's very pungent, that one. Yeah. But it doesn't taste like it smells. Like orangutan dick. No. no. No, and it didn't smell as bad as that one a few weeks ago, which we have just They're from the same family, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Are they? Yeah, you could tell they're related. From but... the primate family. A washed rind cheese will always be fairly pongy. Yeah, it's right. the baby brother of the epoises. I don't know if you know, but I did a cheesemaking course, so there you go. That segues very nicely into this week's movie, Riggs, which you nominated for us, which is a real treat. What was it? It was Cats. Cats, the Broadway show, is one of the longest-running Broadway musicals based on a T.S. Eliot book of poems about cats, which are all about whimsy and basically about how cats do whatever they feel like. I... Personally, I'm not a fan of the Broadway aesthetic at all, and Andrew Lloyd Webber is probably the Michael Bay of musical theatre. <laughs> have you seen this on the bombast. stage? I have. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Did you get accosted by any of the cast? They were around because they yeah. go into the crowd, don't they? They do. Yeah. Yeah. Has yeah. any you guys see uh, Pete seen no. this? No, no not seen. I'm, no stage show. No, no. No. If any of these fuckers had come into the crowd, fuck me. Wow. I thought I'd enjoyed it, but. I was very young. I, I think guess I was probably there'd be hugely some mistaken. probably quite attractive females, maybe. In- I think I was too young for that to oh, okay. be interesting. Right, okay. Particularly. I have to say, with this movie, it wasn't a totally foregone conclusion that I was going to hate this movie. The director, Tom Hooper, who started out on Biker Grove, actually. I- and we Ooh. talked about fucking Spadeface earlier. <laughs> what was his? He was your mate. He was on SAS. Ant Middleton? Yeah. Was that, was that What's a, he got to do with Biker Grove? Was he not in Biker Grove, Ant Middleton? You're thinking of Ant McParlin. <laughs> oh, that's who I've been thinking of the whole <laughs> Dear time. Dear me, you complete penis. Ant Index. No, that Ant Saturday Mil- night Middleton takeaway, was actually people. in the SAS. Yeah, it? yeah, this guy was uh, like... <laughs> like he's like, a killer. And you just like, called it... You said he's got a face like a spade. I mean, he's the kind of guy that will come and... He'll kill you for No, this. no, no, because I was talking about the other one. I th- yeah, that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah. Because like, uh, you looked at me like... Biker Grove, and I was going to add to it. Yeah, but no. Okay, so he directed Biker Grove, and he's made in his career two movies and genres I really despise. So namely, uh, historical drama, he did The King's Speech, and I really enjoyed that movie. And the only proper musical I've really ever enjoyed in The Miserables. And then the faint hope that I would have enjoyed this movie was crushed when it just, it opens with six uninterrupted musical numbers, six. That, well, I suppose we should say that we all have heard the the fanfare around this movie. Before we'd seen it, we knew kind of what to expect in that it was just derived, like universally slated for so many reasons yeah. across the board. So there was no way, like, I, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I certainly had heard a lot of stuff. I think we'd all... I, I had actually hadn't heard anything, but I took oh, okay. one look at this, I sniffed it, and I didn't want to go anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's- And I confess... I didn't. I didn't watch this one. You boys. didn't watch it? No, no. I, you I, 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 yeah, I know. Just because you lot did. 
And I thought... Did you really not? I really didn't. I really didn't. I tried to watch this. I did put it on. I watched about 18 hours. But in fact, that <laughs> that only equated to three and a half minutes or so. And I just physically was angry. I was just really... Re- and I just couldn't do it. Well, well sorry. You, so I, I pulled out of this. It was quite late. I was quite tired. Just and before my missus, who right. at three minutes 48 got up off the couch and right. walked off and said, <laughs> this is fucking shit. And well, just <laughs> left the room. <laughs> My for me, for was... me to for me to come just before the missus, like we'll get out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, just, it's totally not my like that. Quite <laughs> like it would normally happen to be honest. You would come in yeah, before yeah, the missus. Yeah, uh, there you go. My missus was quite into it. She was excited. She didn't want ah. me to watch this without her, wow. so I had we had to schedule this in. She sort of was disappointed by it, but wasn't like completely slating it. How okay. was she not horrified? Did you watch all of it? I, I I feel it's my duty to for these films to to, yeah, to endure mm. all of them. Yeah, I'm um, sorry I put you through all, it. all the way through. I, it's a joke that got way I'm, out of hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. not mad at you because I, it was on my list to nominate at some point, but you forget that a film can be quite long, and the joke oh. was done. <laughs> like, oh. so the first bit is the the bag, you know, the the stray cat getting tossed into the rubbish. Yeah. And then it launches straight into a musical number, and I, you know, I'm not going to hate it just because it's musical yeah, and there's exactly. dancing because those aren't things that I necessarily want to watch in a film. They're so badly done in this, and it fucking goes on forever. And like you say, they just come at you like there's no reason for them. There's no plot. Just there's no coming, and they fucking go on. And the first one is dreadful and they say jellical what the fuck is a jellical cat what is it oh, that that, that really turned movie, me off that that was just like i've i've been watching this intently i fucking turned it on i put it i was sat down i was like right this is i had the words there. on that's how i was trying to respect yeah, it because i wanted yeah, to like I okay in the, the singing moments well. Je- jellical cats from the t.s Eliot original yeah but what stuff. is it so the, fuck him the whole thing they're banging on about jellical cats and who is one and this is a list of people who are one and what the jellical ball and your jellical like the word i didn't know what a fucking jellical was they say it 68 times i think in the first musical number and i did i didn't even like the word can we just address the fact that the music, like the oh. all of the songs in this, are fucking bollocks, and they're yeah. just totally made up as they they go along. I don't know if the the intent from I mean, this is like Lloyd Webber's fault, not the film's fault, because the 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 music is from the the stage. Uh, show, they right? were all new. Most of, they were all new, almost all new musical numbers for the film. They? I'd heard yeah, the, and they, Lloyd Webber pointed the finger at Hope Dreams because he said, and he did this on The Miserables as well, that he wouldn't allow anyone to work on the film yeah. that had had anything to do with the stage I, I don't think we should let Lloyd Webber off. No, Or no. T.S. Eliot, for that matter. Like, but, all of these guys need to get, to get both <laughs> held barrels. Held for account, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the only good song, well, the only kind of, like, okay song is, is Memory, me- memory yeah. which, like, Jennifer Hudson just fucking blubs all the way through yeah. like we, and ruined that entirely as well. It's not my favourite kind of singing the way she sings, but she's probably the highlight no, <laughs> no. of the film. But can we just talk about how it looks? Yeah. And well, well so- I thought it's aesthetically, it's got the vibe of one of the torture rooms in Saw. <laughs> I think, or you know, and and but also it feels like it might just break into some sort of weird orgy at any moment as well because the I cat thought, people are. I thought Rebel Wilson was going to start fingering herself yeah. when she sp- she spread her legs, and I was like, what "The fuck is going on?" And then she she at one point takes off her own skin. Yes, it's like a horror movie. Cats yeah, do that. I 
don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. It, it, it was, I, I mean, the look of it was just so off-putting. It actually made my skin crawl the way that they've done this. So, well, I don't like know, was human... it actual suits or CGI? or Well, it's human it's... features, isn't it? And then they've motion-capped It, it their... looked like, you know, the face swap app. Right, <laughs> yeah. It yeah. like yeah. someone has got yeah. a cat and done the face swap with a human being well, on it. Well, they put a moustache on um, Henry Cavill for took it off him. I, I was going to reference things. that. I was going to say, I thought that that was the worst VFX that I'd ever seen, completely and utterly trumped by this. It, well, this just does it that everywhere. Yeah. When that prick Corden arrives and falls off a chimney and, and it's just terrible, like mm. CGI. It, it just look, looks like... Someone's just fast-forwarded, like something. Uh, yeah, everything's got this like weightless quality yeah, about no, it. I don't know Even if it the wires. dancing as well, like because they're all motion capped, and you don't really can't quite see where their feet or what the fuck their feet are and what where they're touching on the ground. And yeah, that weightless quality. It's- you, you mentioned James Corden, who actually I think is is okay, better than okay. I think he's really really good. Only actually, because James he's a West Ham fan. Well, he is a West Ham fan, so instantly makes him solid. Yeah, but he's he's done well. I, I like him in a few things. But how many actors have sullied their career with this? 100%. I don't remember there being any sort of press or publicity tour for this. I think everyone tried to distance oh, themselves they, from they're it. they're just going but they, They're but licking they, their wounds. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Like Ray Winston. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he's like, been a fucking twat parody for fucking years. I can't bear him. He's all right. He's West no, as well. I no, think. I like Sex <laughs> Everything after that There's is a theme just here, Dan. the same fucking Cockney, uh, fucking hard well, man. Oh, no, fuck off. He's a shit Cockney cat in this. But yeah. like Judy Dench, like just so really, sullying her entire... I really felt for her. I felt like she she came across as like a senile old woman that they just wheeled out. Oh, some it was, it was horrible. I tell you what, the the thing I love most out of this is to know the metrics and to see well, well how much <laughs> let's, how much let's, they... let's not let's not go there just yet. I mean, you didn't watch any of this film in the end, so you didn't I, even see Judy Dench. Yeah, I, I know. Feel... I, I had kind of taken in the best bits, and I listened to Mark Kermo's review on it, and I started no. doing research in and around the the movie because I just knew that I couldn't actually watch the movie. But I feel so a bit I annoyed. To, I think yeah, we suffered. We suffered. I know. That's what you think. And I apologize. This and I do apologize. I did intend to watch it. Yeah, I got a little bit. This, late this was the visual equivalent of being waterboarded. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking diabolical from uh. from start to finish. Judy, I tell you what, it reminded me of. And I know you're not a fan, but like Meryl Streep was a well-respected actress. And then I I, I just sort of caught out of the corner of my eye. I think my mum was watching it and she's like pissing about in dungarees, being all like silly and girly in that horrible ABBA, like Mamma Mia. Mia or whatever. And, it, and it, it was just uncomfortable to watch. And that's how I felt watching like Judy you watched Dench. It. You like, watched that yourself, didn't you? I have never seen it. But, after after um, you got home from a cat show. I mean, I used to like cats until I watched this film and now I want to drown them all. The cast is incredible. Yeah. When you like reel off the list of names in it, Idris Elba, Rebel Wilson, Jennifer Hudson, like Ray Winston, Judy Dench, Ian McKellen, Taylor Swift, I fancy quite a lot. Um, I didn't even get a hard on when she came on the screen dressed as a cat. Oh man, to be fair, this is sexy if you're into cat people. If you're a furry. Yeah. Mm. This, because like, the, they've although it's weird because they've got cat boobs boobs sort of but no nipples but yeah. nobody's got any genitals at all because at they... one point Idris Elba like throws off his coat and he's like striding towards the screen and he's smooth <laughs> like uh... they Jason Derulo this said that so they, wrong. they had to remove his genitalia somehow <laughs> and there Seems like is a, big a price. 
There is a mythical asshole cut where yeah. some of the cats were had digitalized assholes on them. Dear me. I, who wants to see that? Honestly, <laughs> no, I don't that because I've ama- seen the film. That's amazing. Amazing. Oh, I just. Are we, we're not going to do the plot. There isn't a plot, really. There's well, there no. is because someone, a cat has to somehow be euthanized and then yeah. ascend into something. Something level. There's a higher plane. I mean, or something. basically, a, a fucking cat shows up and sings about its personality, and then another one shows up and sings about its personality. <laughs> and then they just keep, that's what they do. Genical cat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. And then it's got this weirdly sexual vibe to it, and it, the design decisions were crazy. I can't believe they spent so much fucking money on this. Like but, The scale of everything just keeps going off. Like, the cats, yeah. when you first see them, are whatever size they are. Then the next scene, they're completely out of scale to what they just were in another set, and it keeps jumping like that, and it really throws you... There's you said about some of the movements when they're dancing. I thought some of them were on wires, and I don't know. It just looked so fucking shoddy. What one of the things that happened apparently was that the trailer was released, and it was so fucking panned that they had to make so many wholesale changes. I think they sacked the original VFX firm, got another one in, but they that had taken four months. They only had a month to do all this before it was released. So they were still working on it. The, just imagine the, the night before the night before the premiere. They were still working on this. <laughs> And this was like the you best. You just they could imagine do. the executives who've got that all the money amazing. riding on it, and that, that is just amazing. in offices. Heads must have rolled for this one. Well, it got. I mean, it, you think it got re-released again while it was still in cinemas because it was that shit. They wanted. well, like Judy Dench, you could see her watching a wedding ring. Yeah, on her that shit. Yeah. They, they wanted to done, fix it. They hadn't you even know? done. What's the chance the Rebel Wilson had two tails at one point as well? <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> Just a, you, you don't. It's rare to see a fuck up of this scale, Magnitude. like out in the world. And it is. I mean, this is awful. Don't even you watch the trailer. That's enough to to well, see. What are you telling me to watch it for then? Well, well actually, it plays into my hands, Dan. Thanks. That you haven't watched the movie because I've got a list of the character names that might appear in the cast. Right. You won't know any of these, right? So there's fifteen of these. Some of them I might have made up myself. So can we have a jingle for the quiz it's called does that cat count how does that cat count okay so uh i'm gonna name some you're gonna have to try and think which of these so of the 15 how many have i made up oh can we make it that if dan doesn't get above a certain percentage he has to watch the film yes yes excellent will you do that dan yes wow that is what's the percentage 100 What's reasonable? It's effectively 50. guessing. You've 50. just, you've just, 50 it's percent. guessing. Okay, you back yourself right, to 50, guess. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. Guess. Okay, the Rum Tum Tugger. True. <laughs> that is that's such a wanking euphemism. Buster for Jones. True. The Cum Guzzler. <laughs> False. Skunk Musket. True. Syllabub. True. Monkey Strap. <laughs> False. Cunsicle. <laughs> False. Mungo Jerry. True. Fudgy Crinkles. True. <laughs> Handsome B Clam Jammer. True. <laughs> Griddlebone. True. Rumple Teaser. True. Skimple Shanks. <laughs> False. Okay. So that gives you how many trees? Oh, 40, <laughs> 49%. Oh, no. Skimple Shanks is true. It? That was wrong for a yeah. start. 
Wow. So you got the first two. They were true. Rum Tum Tugger and Buster They were Jones. true. The Cum Guzzler. Yeah, really? you got that. Got Cum Guzzler's true. Cum Guzzler is not true. <laughs> Skunk Musket is not true. You said it was. I remember that. Syllabub, Monkey Strap. God, I wish it, was, it should have been paying. Uh, right I <laughs> just <laughs> about made it by one. I think one. you probably did, actually, wow. to be fair. Wow. I think you survived. Thanks for that. Because this really, honestly, I, I did start to watch it. I'll probably watch a bit longer than three minutes. But I don't think it would have been more than than 10 it was it seemed like there was just one musical number throughout this and i'd already taken a real dislike it's to the animation yeah. or whatever the fuck that was going the on the music there. is the god mu- awful oh, yeah. i don't know if you yeah, like cats it's, it's but bullshit it's, oh. funnily enough, I, I i spoke to my mum the other day and said oh have you ever seen like cats like the musical or, or the film and she said um, she'd never seen it, and she was on a cruise, and there was like a, she, and she didn't even go back after the interval watching the like the the, the show. It was that bollocks because of the music and everything else about. It. I mean, I would sooner watch my parents have sex than watch this film. In fact, join in rather than watch this film again. <laughs> is there anyone that has enjoyed this? Has anybody put down a review no, or anything that is can't be. on any of any of those I've got kind some. of? Have you got, got positive reviews for this? Genuine yeah. ones? Because I did look for a bit, but it was all people being silly. Somebody's going to enjoy this. You know, um, it's got all their favourite actors singing their favourite songs. It's it's also interesting that. though. Interesting fact in about this is that it's set in the same universe as another film we watched this week. Strictly ballroom. Yeah. <laughs> both <laughs> both have a milk bar and then it, that obviously places it in the same universe also as a Clockwork Orange. Yeah. I don't understand why so many critics and audience members hated this movie so much. I don't typically like musicals, but I actually like this. The dancing and singing were great. I love the two leads, Victoria and Monkstrap, whose faces and dancing were captivating to watch. Jennifer Hudson's singing made me cry. You and me, you and me both. It was so well done. I thought the CGI was actually pretty cool and amazing. The only actor bit I didn't like was Taylor Swift. Yeech, she was bad. It's like she didn't even try to move like a cat. I don't know why some reviewers slammed the plot, made no sense. The plot was actually very clear. The movie kept me entertained. Seven out of ten. There's wow. a lot of mental illness in this world. You can tell the true stage performers in this. Mm. There is great singing, dancing and acting by them. There are one or two of the TV slash film actors that let it down a bit. The costumes look like they have come straight from the theatre performance, which I love. If you're expecting a movie... Then you were disappointed. Costumes. <laughs> if you're expecting a stage show, XL, you won't. I don't know what that means. Eight out of ten. Eight out of solid. I've got another eight out of ten. But basically there are some lunatics. Ten out of ten. <laughs> the- ten out of ten. I was about to say these even these lunatics aren't giving it ten out of ten, but the- we found one. Ten out of ten. The most well thought out horror movie ever. You'll never <laughs> you'll never look at your cat the same again. <laughs> Yeah. There is a wall in my house. Don't watch this. The wall is a simple wall, eight feet tall and 15 feet wide. It sits in a corner of the basement. It has been painted beige with a few coats to cover up the bumps (laughs) and scratches from coats before. It has its idiosyncrasies, the way light jumps off the paint. Stare at it long enough and it begins to speak to you, or at least allow you to speak to it. Maybe there's something to the wall, or maybe it's just my romantic illusions or of inspiration and contemplation that bring it bring it to life. <laughs> my point is this: staring at that blank wall for two hours is far more inspiring, interesting, and enlightening than watching even two minutes of this cinematic colonoscopy that is cats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of that's kind of where I was with that one. Yeah, disgruntled from Tunbridge Wells. But we can talk a little bit about the metrics. I do have them, Dan, and you want to know? Yeah, IMDb. This is sitting pretty at two point eight out of ten. Well, right, it's Rotten, not even worth that. Right, no. Rotten Tomatoes. 
nineteen cents, Meta Cricket thirty two percent, and Google go on a reliable Google only twenty eight percent for this, which is an all time low. That is mm. damning. Wow. But money wise, oh, it's amazing! This I can't believe it. <laughs> the the I budget, don't actually know the money. How much? The budget for this was ninety-five million dollars. Wow! It's just okay. amazing. How did they convince it? Like they must have had right. balls of steel going in, going, "We're going to get Idris Elba, it, yeah, and we're exactly. going to get him naked." It, it sounds good. It sounds it? good. But I mean, I can't imagine that. So it's budget made ninety-five. Anything. Do you think it was a winner or a loser? I, a I think that is if Small this loser. is made. Over a million, then I would just be. <laughs> Was it hit by COVID? Shocked. No, I think this is pre pre blovid. I'm going to go ten million dollars. Yeah, it's, it's something low like that. Five. It's actually made seventy four million, so it's a loser, <gasps> but not as bad as you might have wow. thought. Was there? There must have been a lot of people going like Robbery. ironically. Yeah, I want to see how bad it actually is. I, I don't even do that. I am sorry I did this to us. I am sorry I did this to you, Peter and and Sidey. You're really let me down you're here. not apologizing well, i feel like we've you, been you want to apologize yeah. to me yeah yeah we've what? done something here we've like it's like the thousand well, i feel like stare. i've dodged a bullet to be honest it did win a bunch of awards though uh, Golden Raspberries. It, Razzies, it cleared yeah. up at the Razzies. Worst director, Rebel Wilson and James Corden took home the Worst Supporting Actress and Worst Supporting Actor gongs. It also won awards for Worst On-Screen Combo, Worst Screenplay and Worst Picture. And it deserves all of them. Mm, and yeah. Halfway through the film, I knew that this was definitely the worst thing I'd ever seen and it made Slammin' Salmon look like a no, masterpiece. No, I was going to say, just Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> Slamming Salmon is still worse than this. Because really? It, yeah, because they thought that they'd made something great, whereas everyone on this knew it was a fucking stinker. Everyone has distanced no. themselves from it, so at least I can respect people for knowing that it's shit. Whereas I, I, those fucking twats <laughs> on Slamming Salmon actually think they're funny and they need to die. I, I, well, okay. That that that's that's a valid point, I think, well made, that the fact that they have distanced themselves from this because you don't hear anything. No, you don't get to speak, man. You did watch the film. No, no, you no, weren't no, there. Yeah, man. yeah. That's no, you, weren't, you weren't there. You don't know. I'm you glad there. I wasn't there. No, I'd, genuinely, if if someone put a gun to my head and said like I would watch Slam and Salmon again before I watch this. Definitely. There you go. And you're, you're having a go at me for not watching this. I clearly saw this was the biggest I, pile of shit. I think it's it. your duty to watch these things. We, like, we watch yeah. all the bollocks that you nominate. and None have been this bad. No, nothing has. Think, none, none, none have been, been this bad. bad. This is the worst. Do you think, though, that this was set in some sort of post-apocalyptic world where the cats had become It wasn't humanized. clear about whose world it was. Like you say, the scale was off because sometimes things seem to be yeah. cat-sized. Well, and sometimes at the beginning, some inside. real people in a real car drop off a cat Well, you see the car, don't you? You don't see a person. It could well, have been okay, a massive I'm assuming, cat yeah, the, car, so, the car could have been a cat. And the, and the But the, the, car, the cat in the bag is the... What was her name? I don't know. The actress is uh, really hot. Mm, she was a ballet dancer. She's black really and they white-catted her. Oh, is that really yeah. true? Yeah. It's not order. Well, her career has been utterly crushed by this abortion <laughs> mm. of a film. So mm. Don't even watch it ironically. There's just no value to it at all. And I seriously, the whole fact that Cats has made such a lot of money in general as a Broadway show, yeah. and that I saw it and I thought I liked it because I was like seven or eight. I, I think maybe that because it, it was successful, but not not like not now. I don't think it's still been... Like maybe some parts of the world where they're all fucking sick, it, 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 reckon, it will be I running still. I reckon this will end but... up breaking even. 
this this wow. may do, but I think I think when it first came out, probably the eighties or something like that, that the the idea for the musical was was new and different and a little bit kind of quirky, and so I think it got it captured an audience then. Mm. But now, given the like the you know like the scale and the possibilities and everything of, of films and filmmaking. Like this was so far off. I wonder any if kind of mark. I wonder if the popularity of the stage version will take a hit because of how bad mm. the film is. It should can, do. We can yeah, it should do because Lloyd Webber and anti S. Elliot deserve like you know panning. For this. Well. You, you're certainly not rushing to the stage show if you <laughs> no. watch this. Are no, you? you know, no, you're not. There's bad films out there like The Room. But there's funny things in it, and it's still got a bit of and it did cost ninety five million. Whereas this, there's nothing to like about this. No, it's just it's so shoddy. It's like it's insulting to the audience. This and I promise you, and I'm sure like you did, and yeah. like you did, and whatever happened to you, but <laughs> I went in completely open minded about this. I I thought it would it be wasn't funny. I thought the joke my would... boat, but I wasn't like going straight in looking to hate it. To be fair, all you three had already started apologising, calling how shit it was before I'd even had chance to watch it mm. on the, on the, on the I, message. So I it, it didn't tempt me in. I knew it was going to be bad, but I thought that it would be funny, bad, and the joke would last. And it honestly, it was it like didn't. 90 yeah. seconds in. I, was, I, yeah. I didn't yeah. think it would be out. this bad. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. Not, as you say, not even like, you, you yeah. couldn't even laugh at it no. or anything. I, no. I did... I did watch the whole thing. It was on the whole time. I did. The only good thing that came out of it was I started up my football manager game on my phone <laughs> and I managed to steer Watford to a ninth place finish, which nice. was, I thought was pretty a pretty good achievement. That's solid. Riggs, were you not entertained? <laughs> no, I wasn't entertained. Yeah, I probably would have been by the sounds <laughs> of it, but no, this wasn't for me. I knew very quickly. The worst thing I've ever seen. The second worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 Are we continuing a feline theme with this children's thing? Yes, we certainly are. We are looking at Netflix's Gabby's Dollhouse. Former bad dad, Anonymous Meeg, his ridiculously named offspring introduced my youngest <laughs> to this Netflix show. It's a sort of mixed media arts and educational entertainment mm. program, and it's hosted by a multi-ethnic presenter, Gabby. Uh, she puts on her cat earbands, grabs her stuffed toy pandy paws, and is transported into her doll's house for adventures and problem solving and craft activities and baking and storytelling and, and stuff. Yeah, but I have to say, though, that James Corden <laughs> was the low point in a zero out of ten movie. I just want to make that absolutely clear that that motherfucker was the worst thing in that in fucking awful film. Yeah. Yeah. You were disappointed we didn't tear into James Corden. Yeah. Is there a, do you want to threaten him or like We'll stab you for yeah, this for, for making this. Yeah. He probably thinks this is decent. Mm. He's well, got that he's all right, James Corden. He's West Ham and he's sound. He's not. But this was probably equally as bad. <sighs> really? Yeah. This was a disaster. Yeah. Why are you looking at me, Reeks? Like, I don't know. Do you, you this want, had echoes of Ryan's world to yeah. me, just with the which you oh, loved, really? which you went on and on about <laughs> how good it was, how much money it makes, and how it doesn't matter that it was a total like turd of a program, and yeah. that because yeah. it makes so much money. So, and I'm sure Gabby well, Gabby's uh, dollhouse is now her Malibu beach house, as you, no. as you always refer to. That was no. McKellen. 
No, I I did the research on this particular book because I knew this point was going to come up. The comparisons were obviously already yeah. said over text about Ryan's World. Now there are there is comparatively very little in the way of crappy merchandising related to oh, Gabby's far. Dollhouse. There's a few plush pillows and branded clothes are a thing, which is something I can live with. There's no plastic shit that Dan likes yeah. to exploit. It's only new. It's right. not that new. There's two seasons. No, there's only ten episodes. All right, really. Was when was when was this first? Twenty nineteen. Okay. Th- this just stunk to me as a show that was looking to go straight down the Ryan World's path of something. It had that, that feel about it to me as well. I want to. It was I, much less cynical though, wasn't going. it? Yeah, it was, it was yeah, much less cynical than there that. It had to be, but it does have echoes of that for me when I watched it straight away. I just thought. Oh, geez. As soon as it like flicked from the real world to the animation and things. Well, I, th- I thought that that gave it like a different dimension to, for example, Ryan's world mm. and things of that ilk where, yeah. I like think it Ryan was... would do that if he could. He just doesn't have the... Yeah, but I thought that the, the, like, the, the animated part, I didn't actually hate. Oh, okay. I didn't hate it. I, I certainly didn't like you it. Now it. You loved it. No, I didn't. It love was it. your thing. I mean, after the right. week we've okay, had, it's your thing. After the week we've had, this was, you know, this was. I mean, this was better than cats. Let's let's like get that out there. I wasn't necessarily a fan of the initial part of it, like her, like real, like saccharine, sweet smile. Her, she's got a moustache as well. That was quite off-putting. <laughs> but when it then flipped into like the the animated bit, it wasn't horrendous. Now. You actually did acquire two fans with this nomination because both of my sons were playing. Normally, it works the other way around. I'll sit them down and try and get them to watch something that, like the child's thing, and they normally like get up and walk off anything from like one to thirty seconds in. And this, it was the other way around. They weren't. I didn't sit them down at all. They were like playing. I put this on, and both of them came and sat down and watched it admittedly jj said with about 10 minutes to go when's this finished charlie then watched another episode straight afterwards mm. he really liked this it was it was right up his alley i'm the complete opposite to you i preferred it when it was live action with her talking because she just had a cheery disposition it was quite good it's a dreamworks thing as well And I thought that the animation, when it went to animation, the animation was so cheap and nasty. I thought it was really shit, which surprised me because we've seen other DreamWorks stuff that's available on Netflix and it's always excellent. So that side of it was a real letdown. And I was surprised about what you're saying about the merch because I would expect Mm. this to be just, you know, bombarding the shelves with the fucking crappy plastic shite, especially with those little cute fucking things. Yeah. There's a lot of plush doll, like cushions of those yeah. sorts of things, but the cushions and clothes I can sort of fucking live with. Little girls like that stuff. It's endless mountains of plastic shit. That's yeah. what they don't need. Dan, I would like for you to demonstrate that you've definitely watched this episode by talking us through the plot. You know, driving us through the because it would be. I wasn't really concentrated enough, but I promise you, I did watch it. It was on. I watched it with Nelly, who didn't much like it either, to be honest. Yeah, it was. It's maybe a little bit too young, but sometimes even the young stuff she can get into. You know, she can still find something of of interest in this. I don't know. Well, the meerkat had lost its sparkle, hadn't it? Yeah, meerkat. Sorry, meerkat lost it. And so they had to do all these inane fucking tasks to get its sparkle back. 
I, I think for me, there was that that change, as you say, from from real to animation. That, and then when it went back into at the end, obviously she goes out and she outros you in, and she does that kind of little smile and mm. just. I don't know. It, it was just something that it was just so plastic and false for me. And it was so Ryan's world. It, it just really wasn't anything. Not that, as good as Ryan's world for you. It, no, <laughs> Ryan's world is up there. It's still one of the, the, the best money makers out there. Like, Did like you, McDonald's. Like McDonald's. Yeah. Great like, money maker. Like, it's a good Did money you happen maker. to cat, catch the name of any of the cast? They're actual real humans. No. Layla Lockhart Craner. Tucker Chandler, I don't like that person already. Sainty Nelson. Who Sainty. the fuck what? calls their kid Sainty? Were there, were there other people in this? Are you, the, voice like the voice cast. actor. Right, okay. Hmm. okay. Sainty Nelson plays Pillow Cat. Okay, I remember Pillow Yeah, Cat, there yeah. was a few. There was, there's Murcat, like you said. Hmm. Oh, sorry, did you have better net? No, no. Sainty was the one I really wanted to hone in on. There was Kitty Fairy, who's half cat, half fairy. There's Cakey Cat, who's half cat, half cake. Well, they really thought about this. Carlita, who's half cat, half car. Uh, baby box. I thought it was going to be like Carlito's way. Boxhead, as we call them in our family. They're sort of half cardboard, half cat. And the hamster kitties are half hamster half. Cat. This is not at all like Joss Whedon's Dollhouse. No. Starring Elisa Dusku, which would have been a real highlight. No. Sadly, it's not. No, it was based on a It's book, a Doc McStuffin report. The Little Dollhouse by Jan LaBaker, which I read a quote from the book provided by Google Docs, which goes as follows. Never before has the erotic, sensual nature <laughs> of the tango been captured so perfectly in photographs, which is frankly a bit bizarre. But that is genuinely what came up when Google was asked. No, I like this. There's a couple of reasons why I think there's... I like to see the wholesomeness in the... We failed, but we'll try again problem-solving stuff that they do in it. And also, it's like my daughter, just my youngest, absolutely adores this and sings all the songs. That's why I made you listen to the soundtrack as well. The sound, the songs were way better than Cats was basically my yeah. main point. I was still scarred from Cats, though, when I watched this, I have to say. Yeah. So I, yeah, no, you don't scarred. have to love it, but... I don't. Yeah. <laughs> But it marks, it's like, she's what they, at the moment, she's what a lot of people would say is like school ready, which means she's just pushing her boundaries. So she still likes this and it's really sweet and wholesome. She just goes off and like makes her own cat earbands and pretend she's gone off into cat world and what she's doing there, like making stuff for her own. And, you know, soon she's just not going to, when she goes to school, you know, and she's already going well, in that way. And you, it's like, you, this is a moment in time, this, like perfectly yeah, capturing. It, it makes it all... All the difference when yeah. there's this kind of activity going on in your life as well, when you've got, you know, uh, running out, making it, doing everything together. Yeah. Didn't have that yeah. with Nelly. You know, we no. were just kind of sat there like, right, when she wanted to watch The Simpsons. Like, yeah. know, I've turned that off to put this on. So Yeah, so again, again, like my boys, especially Charlie, was like when the the different coloured soaps and stuff like that, he was like, oh, can we do this? Can we do this? Mm. It was like... The experiments. They, yeah, that, that's, that, that's why... Like the, there's been some sort of like Ryan's World comparisons, but that has that has like no soul, no like purpose, no nothing like this. It is like like you said, far less cynical. It actually, you know, it has like craft elements. It's like engaging, not just buy our toys, buy this, buy this toy, then buy this toy, then buy this toy. It's 
getting people to do things with the stuff that they've got around the house it's it's far more wholesome and has has more of a point to, mm. to be fair actually that is is a really good point because my daughter went and did was she got two bottles of stuff and then started mixing them yeah at, at one yeah, point yeah, you know yeah, just yeah. because you do get the different yeah. colors and things yeah. that, that come in with stuff so although she didn't like that was later on in the, in the afternoon or the evening and maybe that was from that she was experiment yeah. yeah yeah i watched cats the movie which is shit i watched that <laughs> on saturday night and then I watched this Sunday morning, so still I was. Infected. It was. It was. It was raw. It was still very raw. Still cats. Positive. And when they started singing on this, I actually fucking screamed at the television. Oh, for you, fuck off! Yeah. So it was. It was just not good timing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You'd had your fill of cats by yeah. then. I yeah, mean, was... I, I'm a. I'm a sort of self-confessed cat lover, and and I'm. I've definitely had enough cats for a while now. There weren't any snarky characters or like sarcasm or scariness and it's all really sweetly delivered and it it's all about problem solving, which I think is really important to teach kids to embrace that. And a lot of it is about making mistakes and then trying different approaches, which is just brilliant. So yeah, really wholesome stuff. Loved it. I think it's fair to say that was a bit of a mixed bag this mm. week. I am going to nominate for next week. But before we get to that, just want to say that the numbers we've been having the last week or two have been really good, mm. really strong. So that's great. So if you are listening, please do continue. Tell all your friends and subscribe and leave us reviews and all that good stuff. Next week, do you want to know what we're going to watch? Yeah, please but let it be something good. Well, I don't know because I've seen it. The Midweeker... We're going to watch Dead Man's Shoes. Yeah. Ah. Nice. So that's pretty much just for Pete's benefit because he yeah. hasn't seen that one yet. We're going to do a top five, which is movie scenes set on a staircase. And then the movie, okay. <laughs> the movie of the week is Dread. D-R-E-double-D. Uh, you can catch that on Netflix. And the children's entertainment is Chuckle Vision. <laughs> Chuckle Vision. Wow. Chuckle Vision. Is there a particular episode? I'll, I'll find one wow. for you to enjoy. So that'll be good. <laughs> so, yeah, like, subscribe, review. Come and talk to us on Twitter or come and visit our website, baddadsfilm.com, where I've recently posted a blog. Yes, and very good it is indeed. Who's up next on the old blogosphere? Dan, must be you. Yeah, okay, right. I'll have right, a think about Write something about cats, if you like. All that remains is to say, Sidey, signing out. Reeks out. Meow. Dan's gone. Our feet is on. <laughs>